Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. One of the many things that really kind of bog down an aesthetic practice is, is practice marketing, and especially when it comes to return on investment of the many thousands of dollars that are spent each year by aesthetic pr- practitioners on how they, they build and brand their business. Today we have plastic surgeon from um, Dr. Adam Rubenstein, who is calling in today to the show from Miami, Florida, who will talk to us about measuring your practice marketing and ROI. Dr. Rubenstein, welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. Um, It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, Angela. It's a pleasure to be on the show with you. Absolutely. You know, and before we get into, you know, the the business of business in aesthetics, as you will, um, I'd love for you just to have our listeners, tell our listeners who you are, a little bit more about, you know, your background and your practice there in Miami. Sure. Well, uh, I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. I've been practicing in Miami for uh, 15 years, and uh, it's been a very great practice and lots of growth. And a lot of what we're going to talk about today kind of guided how I grew. But my practice is just about, uh, I'd say, 95% cosmetic. Uh, we do some reconstruction, but mostly cosmetic. So it really is about aesthetics and everything that you usually talk about. And uh, you know, my practice is guided by a lot of the things that we're going to discuss today. So I'm excited to be here and talk with you about it. Absolutely, absolutely. Me too. Well, you know, let's get right down to it and let me ask you the, my first question, which is why do you measure ROI in your practice? Well, I think you should measure ROI in everything, uh, not just in, in medicine. But, you know, if, if you're doing any kind of marketing and you're not looking for what your return on investment is, you're probably, uh, you may as well just take uh, your money and light it to flame because you really have no idea what it's doing for you. And it's sort of like throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks, only not looking to see what sticks. So, you know, I don't think that uh, there's really any other way to make good decisions in your practice. I mean, ROI is really critical. Uh, too many people, too many docs, certainly my, a lot of my, uh, my colleagues, we spend a lot of money in marketing of different types and different channels. And uh, if you don't follow what it's doing for you, uh, you're really, uh, you've got no idea which way you should go and how to maximize performance, how to improve uh, your practice. And, and it even comes down to patient experience, just how to improve patient experience and what patients are, what they're using that you're putting out there, what they're finding. Uh, it's just, to me, it's, it's elementary and, and critical. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I meet many, you know, thousands of plastic surgeons and, you know, cosmetic surgeons, you know, over the course of, you know, over the course of my career and, and daily in my in my work. Um, and, and I will say, you know, is for, for some, the concept of actually measuring what they're spending, you know, it's not that they're not thinking about it. I think it's that they tend to trust the the group of the organization that they are working with to give them feedback to help them understand you know why or why that it is working why it isn't working you know but I think it's really critical what you just said is you know is you know that the money that you're spending you really want to make sure that those dollars are working for you and not against you and so you know I I do you have any advice there to doctors who kind of do put their trust into you know, whether it's practice marketing managers or, or outsourcing to different companies, what they can do to just, you know, make sure on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis to know that it is working for them. 
For sure. Yeah, I think looking at reports, you know, just getting numbers. The nice thing about, uh, you know, watching what you're doing these days is there's so many great ways to monitor everything. So even if you're using a marketing firm or you have someone in-house that's doing it, it should be really simple business uh, to get reports to tell you, you know, your website's doing X, Y, Z, and uh, that print ad that you put out is, is doing A, B, C, and get real numbers. You know, it's not sort of uh, getting a gestalt sense of, oh, you know, we just had a couple patients mention the website, or, oh, we did that, that event last month, and uh, two, I saw two or three consults from that just today. You know, that's great to get uh, an overall sense of flow and what seems to be working. But you can frequently be fooled. So, you know, the numbers don't lie. You just got to watch what's coming in and where it came from. And you know, it's easy enough to get reports. So even if you have an agency or an in-house manager, once a week, at least once a month, take a look. Get a sense for what's working because you don't want to throw good money after bad if something you think was going to be a home run ends up being a foul ball. You know, and you do mention, you know, uh, technology and software, I guess, for more automated tracking. Um, Can you explain to us, you know, in your work um, with with Resbot Interactive, for example, how you're able to measure your, you know, marketing return on investment? Well, I will say Redspot has been instrumental in the growth of my practice and just making, making good decisions and knowing what the heck's going on. I vetted Redspot for a long time. I think they'll tell you probably too long. But I, I looked at them. I, t- I spoke to their their other clients. And I was really slow to commit because there's you know, other com- there's competitive businesses, and uh, you know you wondered should I be using resources on this. And uh, I'm really glad I took the leap because it has changed the way that I look at my practice. You know, if ever. I want to evaluate something. If ever uh, we're starting something new, we get real data. Now that I've been with them for a while, we get real data uh, that comes from my management software. They're they're directly linked in, so it's not pie in the sky stuff. I mean, they give me the accurate numbers based on my practice, and they have some benchmark data too. So you know where you are compared to some of your contemporaries around the country just in an abstract way, um, but it, that's helpful too. And You might think you're doing great, if, even if the num- you know, numbers might be good, but maybe your friends around the country are doing even better. So it's a you know, good, good thing to do. And so that, that you asked about technology. Technology that they have is – I've never seen anybody else with it. I don't know if there's any another company that integrates directly into your practice and gives you the kind of feedback and data that RedSpot's capable of doing. I mean, they have – uh, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you to talk to Redspot about all the the top secret proprietary stuff that they do. I mean, they've got some secret sauce going on there, but I can tell you it tastes good. Mm. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, you know, and again, you know, I'm kind of going to defer back a little bit to many of the other physicians I've met that are not using Redspot or, you know, some other form of of sauce, and and they. They talk about well, you know, oh, that's easy. I can I can easily calculate ROI manually in my practice. Um, how do you feel about that? You can, but you know, I've yet to meet someone that actually did it correctly. You yeah. can try and calculate things as best you can. If you're doing it manually, you're pulling data maybe from your own practice management software. It ain't easy. I tried to do it myself on a number of campaigns, and I know that the information that I get now is a lot more accurate. Uh, and, and there's still error there, by the way. I mean, it, it, information you put in 
is only as good, you know, the information you get out is only as good as the information you put in. And I can tell you that the, um, the, the data that I'm getting now is definitely way more accurate than I used to get on my own. But it's still probably not 100% accurate. There's still artifact, and, and that's in the best circumstances. So, you know, I think definitely the best information I'm, I've ever gotten, I'm getting now. And the I thought of when I know that there's error with data that's coming directly from my system and is you know reported on by uh, Redspot, I can't imagine the amount of error that I used to have when I was doing it manually, let alone you know someone these days. Uh, now trying to pull things together in a manual way. I, mean, I would never go back to doing it manually, having you know, having seen what I can now see. Yeah, I would imagine as well is 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 time saving having it automized. You know, um, allowing you obviously more time in the practice with patients. Oh sure. Well, I, I think you know, Redspot does more than just ROI calculations. So in a grander sense, my relationship with them has definitely given me more time to worry about other things. And There's no limit to the number of things we've got to be concerned with in, our, in running your own practice. But they really take a lot off your plate. And they have for me. It's not just uh, ROI monitoring. It, there's their that point it's just a whole turnkey thing they're full management so you know they're helping a lot of the incoming calls the lead management the i, I they can tell me how we're performing when uh, from people that come in from the website the people that come in from any other marketing campaign if you're doing radio tv print ads special events it doesn't matter they track everything and they handle it you know they my front desk gets far less phone calls than they would if we weren't using Redspot because all the calls go directly to their call center. It's one of the ways that they track things most accurately. And they know based on the numbers uh, from where the calls are coming, what the campaign was, and they have tracking numbers that will identify where that patient heard about you. And that all integrates into their system and that data is all available to you. So, And it's certainly a large amount of things and I'm just scraping the surface. And there's uh, there's graphic design, there's uh, marketing conception and execution. There's, they have a f- huge palette of what they do. We're just really touching on the the monitoring and ROI benefits, which is, is probably, I mean, to me, from a business standpoint, the most important thing that they do. Um, maybe right up there with new leads coming in and booking appointments. You know, and uh, they do that too. Well, you know, you mentioned, you know, all the different kind of marketing efforts, you know, you know, in terms of, you know, email marketing or event planning, or, you know, all the different things. And, and, of course, Redspot helps you, you know, with all the organization and, and, and I would imagine execution of those things. Um, but in, included in that marketing effort, are, you, are they segmented in terms of how you're measuring the marketing or, or is, is your measurement your kind of, you know, do you put everything as, you know, at the end of the day, all of these things contribute to one patient, you know, or, or how, how do you work that? Well, marketing is segmented in many different ways, uh, and, and there's it, it depends on how we're talking about segmentation. You know, marketing, it, you could look at it as, you know, electronic versus, you know, digital versus analog. So, you know, print, radio, TV as your traditional analog uh, medium, you can group them together. You can break them out into their own separate categories. And digital, of course, is your own website, and there's digital advertising. If you're going to be now social, social media has been huge uh, and growing in the last few years. It's certainly a, a significant part of my practice. You know, I've got a couple different uh, 
uh, profiles, but we're in Instagram, we're in Snapchat, uh, Facebook, and you know we've got a big presence across the board, and that all is also monitored. You know, people coming in from those those channels. So you really have to segment if you're talking about the various types of marketing. But there's a different type of segmentation that Red Spot makes really easy for me, which is you know, let's say you want to run a promotion on. Um, uh, a certain, say, uh, breast augmentation. Well, you don't want to be sending a breast augmentation uh, promotion to a man, typically, because they're, I mean, they may have a, a wife or girlfriend or sister, you know, relative that's interested, but certainly not the wheelhouse of that promotion. And so, you know, the other type of segmenting you can do with RedSpot's help, or you can do it on your own, but RedSpot makes it easy, is uh, breaking out those the proper patients. And you can do a campaign that just runs to 20 to 50-year-old women, and they'll watch that and tell you how that's performing separately. So that's another way to segment. But I think you need to look at all the channels that you're using for marketing and look at them separately because it can't be in one big soup. It's not a way to measure ROI. You won't know where the money is performing best that you're spending on all of these efforts. Got it, got it, yeah. And then do they, I mean, do, do you have to, and again, I know this is all, all the behind the scenes with what Red Spot does, but, you know, is there, you know, to have some type of tracking method and, and response generated, like does your website need to have a unique tracking number on it or a lead form? Or, oh, yeah, um, so that's, that's for sure. As I mentioned earlier, Red Spot does all that for me. Uh, so it's easy for me to take for granted, but it certainly was an education when I started working with them. And the first thing is, each channel has to be able to be tracked. You know, you have to have a way of, of patients coming in from that channel. So social media has one. Uh, your own website has another. Any marketing campaign with doing magazine, TV, newspaper, radio, any of that, all should have separate phone numbers from which patients can come into the practice, and that number will identify where the patient came from. Uh, you can have different landing pages on your website that you know that when someone comes into a particular page, it came from another type of digital campaign. There's lots of different techniques that they have. And, of course, you know, if you're not making sure you can identify where patients are coming from, then there's no way for you to know true ROI for any one effort. So you've got to have separate means for identifying how patients are coming in, you know, tracking numbers, landing pages. It's two simple techniques that anyone can do. But when you, well, you know, with me working with RedSpot, I just say, hey, you know, guys, I, I think I want to do, uh, I want to do a campaign with Aesthetic Insider. And I want to, let's do something with them uh, on online. And we'll have a page, it'll, it'll, you know, we'll do whatever campaign we're going to do with Aesthetic Insider and have it pointed to a page in my website. And every time someone clicks from the Aesthetic Insider campaign and ends up on my website on that page, we know that's where it came from. And so simple techniques like that will show you what true traffic is. And then from there, the patients that convert from a lead to an appointment, and then from an appointment to a procedure, you can follow it all the way down the line. And once we have it set up properly, and you know that's the, the art that Red Spot brings to the table, it all works automatically. You don't have to do anything. It's just data that comes in automatically as they go right down the pipeline. Now, now, do you feel that things have changed? You know, so you've been in practice for 15 years, and I would say, you know, it's really been in the last decade that we've seen, you know, this digital footprint that we're all creating. Um, 
you know, and the the general rule of thumb has kind of always been in marketing that it takes six times to make a first impression. So kind of back in the day before, you know, this great measuring and tracking software platforms that are now available, you know, we would say, well, you know, a patient may have seen you in a magazine article or they may have seen you in a TV interview or they heard you on the radio or, you know, they saw they went to an event of yours and then after the sixth time they finally take that action to call the office to book an appointment. Um, do you still incorporate that kind of methodology to a degree in your practice or is everything just very specific now into immediate action on, on one specific marketing effort? Oh, boy, that would be nice. But no, no, that's that's typically not how it works. You know, the old adage, you know, there's a, a saying uh, that, you know, common things are common for a reason. And these, you know, the, the idea, that the, the theory, the sales theory of the number of touches it takes to get a response uh, hasn't changed. I, I think people should be cautious. I think that's an appropriate thing. You know, you don't want to just jump on the phone the first time you see an ad or click on that link and just go ahead and sign up. I think that would be silly. It's silly to expect people to do that. So you will, it will be diversified. Someone may see you in a number of different outlets. And the, the one that they choose is not necessarily the one that they choose when they make the moment, you know, they make that decision to call you may not be the the true straw that broke that camel's back, but it, it's at least one of the the touches that you had and ultimately the one that led them to call. But there could have been two or three or four or more prior to that that are equally as important. So I think you do have to be diverse. I think you'd be foolish to put all your eggs in one basket. You know, back in the old days, and of course the old days are – not so old. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, you know, in the, in the quote-unquote old days, all you had to do was have a website, and that was considered kind of a avant-garde at one time. But now a website is as expected as having a uh, a business card. You know, if you don't have a website, then you're going to be looked at sideways. Um, you can't. You know, are you really professional if you don't have a website? That's the question. So you have to have a website. A website is no longer avant-garde. It's now passe and expected. And so what are you doing besides that? And you talk about digital footprint. That's where social media has really come on. You know, in my practice, we've got uh, at Dr. Rubenstein, just Dr. Rubenstein, which is one of my uh, Instagram profiles. It's the same one in Snapchat. I'm in Snapchat and Instagram every day. Matter of fact, before doing this interview, I just finished a tummy tuck and a liposuction, and we showed the whole procedure from start to finish in both of those, Instagram and Snapchat. So you can really get lots of great information, and that's what patients want. I get a lot of patients that see me in social, and they get a sense for your style and your communication ability and the results that you're showing and the technique that you demonstrate and you know they it's no longer just looking at static before and after pictures you know patients come in and they they kind of know you already and that is today's market so i think it's pretty critical to uh to diversify and be out there and that's what patients are looking for that's where they're finding people and uh, the days of just you know planting your your website on the net like a flag in the moon, it, it's no longer so novel. So you know you're way behind if you're not diversifying. I think you definitely have to use multiple channels. And then you know, in terms of you know new marketing initiatives, and and I don't mean just something that's kind of a one-off, like at an event where you know you're just going to do the event and promote it or have a landing page. But you know, any new things that you are you know considering doing, you know for 
for the coming year you know how do you have a um now that you you know you've you've been doing this for so long now but that but kind of a a length of time that you allow something to you know be kind of thrown at the wall if you will as you said earlier you know and see does it stick mm-hmm. or does it not stick you know before you That's say it. yes we've got a good reaction or no let's cut it and move forward with something different Oh, it's a great question. And this is one of those things that, you know, at some point you have to cut bait and try again, or you, you know that you're winning. And that's that's all governed by what we're talking about today, you know, that return on investment. In my experience, you need at least three months of a campaign to really see if you're starting to build traction. And I think it'd be foolish to expect to have any true traction prior to at, at least one or two months. Three months, I think, you can make a reasonable assessment, but you got to be looking. So if you're tracking the ROI on anything, in any new thing that you, you embark on, at the three-month point is a good time to look back and get those reports and see what the response is. And, you know, you may not have true ROI in the sense of a certain number of dollars per dollar spent, but you may have enough data to know that, okay, this is going to blossom. You should see a certain amount of leads coming in. You should see the quality of the leads and what the percentage is of them converting from a lead to an appointment in the office. Then you can look and see if they are uh, more likely to schedule procedures or less likely to schedule procedures based on the source that they came from. You know, there's there's lots of uh, of different things to measure. Okay. Yeah. So, that, that you, makes if you're not looking. Yeah, if you're not looking, you're not gonna you're not gonna know. And I think the time to look is about three months uh, to give you at least that minimum the minimum turn. It it may be I mean, with Redspot, I get so much data that it, we can really know. Maybe I haven't made the dollars yet, but it, let's say we we know we've booked five appointments from that particular effort, and three of them are in the future. We've seen two of them, one of them booked. You know, so that that promising in early stages, and then you follow the numbers as they go on. Sometimes you might have to watch something a little longer. Sometimes you might see a tremendous response. And on the flip side, we've done some some, uh, social campaigns in Facebook that just didn't pan out that you know, we spent uh, a pretty good amount on our our uh, budget and got our ads in front of people. We got lots and lots of leads, but the leads didn't convert to appointments. It was just sort of people so interested in learning more, and they, they learned more, and it just never came to fruition. And, and we let that run for a while, and that was when we pulled the plug on because we got the information and said, look, we're getting loads of leads, and that's where if you're doing it manually, you might say, wow, I know we're getting tons of leads. It must really be coming through. But when you take a look at where those leads go and you see the conversion rates and what's actually happening, well, it doesn't pan out. You would never know that if you're not watching it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense because not everybody who's responding is the ideal patient, um, you know, in many cases. Yeah, true. And if, you know, if they're not turning into leads and they're not the ideal patient. You know, um, we have about six and a half minutes left on the show here, and I do have a couple of other questions, and, and one of which I, I do think is, is you know what other important metrics you know for a plastic surgery practice you know what are the important things should they be measuring? Well, we talked a lot about uh, uh, different ones. I think one of the the key ones in any type of uh, marketing campaign is number one, how many leads are they generating? So you can see what leads are coming directly from a campaign, and that's pretty much number one in the the information you want to be looking for. Um, once you see the leads, then you want to know how many of them are converting to scheduled appointments. 
And then you take it another step further. Once they're there uh, and they have the appointment, how many of them uh, show up to the appointment? And the ones that show, how many of them actually booked a, a service? And uh, you can get lots of data. and There'll be trends. You can segment it out by the marketing campaigns and see. That's where you can really tell. You might get only five leads from one campaign but and 20 from another. But of the ones you got, those five leads, if you track it down that that uh, that path, if four of them booked services and you only booked one out of the other 20, well, now you, you have your decision. And if you weren't watching carefully, you'd think, gee, those 20 leads, it's got to be a better campaign. And it really didn't turn out to be that way if you look at your, your metrics. And then do you take it all the way to in your in your metrics, you know, like which of those appointments attended and which of those attended appointments ultimately converted? You know, I mean, again, back in the, the old language we used to use is, you know, the whole no-shows of, you know, patients who booked for a consultation yeah. and then they didn't show up. Um, you know, and I think, you know, we used to measure it based on how many calls did you get and how many no-shows did you get and what sure, you yeah. have left in the middle of it all. Well, that's only because if you're doing it manually, that you know it would be it was really onerous to track it further than that because it, yes. it just becomes too difficult. But because you know with using Redspot, everything is automated and it, it's there's algorithms watching everything, so it's easy to run reports and to get data that pulls out everything you want to know. It doesn't have to stop with you know how many calls did we get, did they show up to their appointment. And that's kind of where you get to stop if you're doing it manually because they start branching out into different procedures, different interests, it's the, you know, scheduling, not scheduling, all that. Now with the integrated uh, practice management software, with RedSpot software, it spits out reports and we know really precisely what happens with each campaign. So it goes so much further than just you know, hey, how many calls did we get? How many appointments did that turn into? And did they show up? And that's, you know, manually, that's even hard to do. But with the data, with the software, man, it, it's, it just makes things so much easier. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like. And now, which of your um, practice, the different channels, the different marketing channels that you do for the practice, which would you say has been the biggest revenue driver for you? Well, yeah, yeah, I make fun of the website as saying that it's it's yesterday's news, but it, the website, you know, having an internet presence, I would say overall, is the number one uh, for for new business apart from referrals. I mean, obviously, uh, in our business, referrals are extremely important. But uh, when I look at my numbers, I'd say it's about half and half. I'd say about half of my new business comes from referrals, and about half of it is coming from people searching online and an online bucket has grown. It's not just the website, although the website I think is key because it's a very sophisticated business card for you. And beyond that, uh, you know, social has been a really big deal and, and growing for me. Uh, but the more that you're out there, the more you're in uh, you're online. And for plastic surgeons, we're answering questions, you know, making ourselves available online, giving advice, you know, all those things. You know, the nice thing about the Internet is it's pretty much out there forever. Uh, for better or for worse. So, you know, the more you put out there, the more people can find you. And uh, I think, you know, to break it down, referrals, I think, would be about half of my new uh, consultations coming in. And then the Internet and mass ultimately filtering down to your website. Mm, that's great. That's great. And then do you feel like, you know, again, because now you've had this burden taken away from you, are there any business decisions you're able to make by measuring the marketing of ROI? I mean, is, has, it, has it changed anything for you? 
Yeah, just about everything. It's a real game changer. I think it it allows me to make better decisions. Where in the past, I might have known uh, generally, you know, that same that gestalt sense you get just sort of watching what's happening, but without really looking and measuring it, and measuring in a way that Red Spot now allows me to do it without even thinking about it. Uh, you can make much better decisions. You can know exactly what's working and what isn't working and and make your 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 decisions your spend decisions ad and marketing decisions based on real data and not sort of you know licking your finger and sticking up in the wind to see if you can tell which way it's blowing um, this is a far more sophisticated i mean this is this is more sophisticated than a windsock if i carry that analogy further you know this is a, a digital highly calibrated uh, you know, wind flow sensor that can tell me exactly which way it's flowing and how fast it's going. And, uh, you know, if I did a, if I made a different choice, how fast it's likely to flow in that regard. So it, it just, it's a game changer for me. And it's something that I definitely encourage everyone to do. It, it, it really, it makes your business run a lot better. And would you say incorporating, you know, this this into your practice over the last couple of years has ultimately helped increase profits at the practice? There's no doubt. There's no doubt. My practice, uh, I'm blessed and happy uh, to have excellent patients and, and happy patients that send me their friends and family. And the new patients that come in, you know, we're able to monitor where they're coming from. So I can be much more efficient with my marketing. I know what's working. As I mentioned before, there are campaigns we spent a good amount of money on that just didn't didn't work out. And so we didn't keep spending. And you could easily get into that rut where you think it's doing well. And if you don't look, you don't know. So we, it has changed uh, the, my, my practice decision-making entirely, really, and it has definitely made me more efficient and a, a better, uh, made better use of my, my revenue. You know, Dr. Rubenstein, you know, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, if you wouldn't mind taking a few minutes for our listeners out there or perhaps those if other physicians that may have questions about, you know, what you're doing um, and patients too, you know, how best can our listeners reach you? Uh, well, I'm always available. You can certainly find me on my website, which is just uh, www.dr-rubenstein.com. That's the place to start. But uh, we're in Miami, Florida. You can reach us uh, at the office, 305-792-7575 by phone, and I will personally answer any questions if any of my colleagues have them. Also find me on Instagram and Snapchat at drrubenstein. It's D-R-R-U-B-I-N-S-T-E-I-N. And we've got a special uh, profile on Instagram, at Plastic Surgery Truths which is a nice little repository of all videos, question-and-answer videos, and other features there all about plastic surgery. Dr. Rubenstein, thank you so much for being on Aesthetic Insider Radio. I would love to have you back on the show as a guest at some time in the future, and hopefully uh, you'll accept that invitation. Of course. It's a blast. I'm always happy to speak, and thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure. Okay. Well, thank you, and have a great day. You too. Thanks again.